This is a podcast of the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Today we speak with Professor David Dance about bacterial infections in Laos. Morning, David. Morning. Which bacterial infections are important issues in Laos? Well, we see a lot of the same bacterial infections that you'd find in the UK or elsewhere in Europe, but just in larger numbers. So we have the usual staphs and streps, and there are also problems like TB, which is a, which is a very common, um, leptospirosis. And then there are some things that are a bit more um, unique to the tropics, things like typhus, uh, scrub typhus, murine typhus, typhoid. And then there are some things that people acquire from animals, like Streptococcus suis, which can cause meningitis or septicemia. But the thing that I'm particularly uh, interested in, and which we see a growing amount of in Laos, is a disease called melioidosis. Who is most at risk of melioidosis? Well, it's particularly people who are in contact with soil and water, because it's a bacterium that lives in the environment. It lives in paddy fields. And so the uh, people who are particularly at risk are rice farmers, who are being exposed to the organism all the time. But it can infect uh, almost anybody. Um, you can also breathe it in, and you can probably drink it in as well and get infected that way. So if your water is contaminated and you drink that, or if you go out in a particularly heavy rainstorm, then you can get infected. The other thing is that it uh, particularly is likely to affect people whose immune system isn't working properly. And there's a very strong association with diabetes. So people with diabetes, if you're a diabetic rice farmer, then you're at very high risk of, uh, of melioidosis. How can we reduce the prevalence? Well, the first thing is to understand the prevalence. And one of the things about this disease is it's actually greatly under-recognised. Most people, even in countries where the disease exists, have never heard of it. And most doctors in the UK have never heard of it. But we're beginning to understand, as laboratories spread in uh, countries like Thailand, in, in Laos, and elsewhere in the tropics, we're beginning to understand that this disease is actually far more common than people realised. But the people who are likely to get it are the people who are least likely to have access to diagnostic laboratories to make the diagnosis. So once, once we've realized that it exists in an area, then actually the measures required to prevent it should be relatively straightforward. Wearing things like boots or waders when you go into a paddy field, um, trying to make sure that you drink only boiled or, or bottled water, and avoiding going outside in really heavy rainstorms. It sounds easy, but actually if you're a rice farmer in, in Laos, in rural Laos, quite difficult to achieve. There are people working on developing vaccines, but at this stage they're purely experimental. And uh, whether they will ever get to be used in, in, in uh, real life remains to be seen. What are the most important lines of research that have developed in this area in the past five to ten years? In the past five to ten years, I think uh, research into the organism and understanding the bacterium has, has exploded as we've had the new tools of genomics and we've been able to actually dissect out um, the genetic makeup of the organism. That's taught us a lot about how uh, it causes disease and also fascinatingly about how it's evolved. It seems to have started off in Australia and then spread to Southeast Asia and from there to Africa and, and uh, South America. But um, to actually impact on, uh, on uh, the management of the disease, that's had relatively little impact so far. So the other uh, area that's been a growing area of research is where does the disease exist? And when I first started working on it 30 years ago, people would have said it's a disease of Southeast Asia and Northern Australia. We now know that it's much more widespread than that. And so that's been the big explosion. 
and a particularly important paper uh, that was published this year looked at modelling where in the world the disease occurs and how much of it there might be. And the, and the bottom line is that we think there could be as many as 165,000 cases a year of this disease occurring worldwide and leading to as many as 89,000 deaths. Now that makes melioidosis a more important killer than diseases that are much better known like dengue or leptospirosis. Why is this research so important? Why, why should we fund it? Well, until we uh, know how much of the disease there is, um, people are, are dying needlessly because it is treatable, but it's not usually um, susceptible to the normal treatments that are used for uh, fevers, for pneumonia, for abscesses in people in the developing world. So we need to understand where it is, and then we can target uh, the, the appropriate treatments of people who would otherwise die uh, because they don't get effectively treated. The other thing, of course, I've mentioned the association with diabetes. Now, diabetes is becoming more and more common in the developing world and in the tropics. And we expect that as diabetes spreads and the numbers of, of diabetics uh, increases, so the number of people with melioidosis increase. Finally, how does your research fit within translational medicine in the department? Well, I guess that uh, you know one of the unique things about Oxford and the Oxford Tropical Networks is that we have people like me based out at the coalface, in the field, in the tropics. And we're able to link into this amazing resource within Oxford. And I've talked about the genomics. Well, now people, colleagues in Oxford here are able to take the organisms that we grow from real patients or from real paddy fields, and they can actually sequence the genomes and tell us a huge amount about the, uh, the organism and maybe help us to explain some of the differences that we see between patients. So having that link between the coalface and the cutting edge research back in Oxford is, is a wonderful resource. Thanks very much, David. It's a pleasure.